How's it going? I'm Xander Fryer, just another millennial corporate dropout turned entrepreneur. Since quitting my day job as an engineer just over four years ago, I built a multi-million dollar coaching business, mentoring seven-figure business owners, professional athletes, award-winning musicians, Hollywood actors, best-selling authors, and hundreds of aspiring entrepreneurs. I truly believe that when we couple the right knowledge with a strong desire for action, anything is possible. But most of us are never given the right knowledge, the shit you don't learn in college. The Sidlik Podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, finance, sports, health, and entertainment in order to help you live a life filled with more money, more meaning, and more freedom than you ever thought possible. Get ready to learn the shit you don't learn in college. Hey, hey, friends, welcome to uh, another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host here, Xander Fryer, and today we're going to be talking about five things to not do when starting an online business. Now, in the crazy world today, everybody wants to get online, they want to start their own business, but they make a lot of mistakes, so we're going to make sure that you don't make them. And for all of our Shit You Don't Learn in College fans out there, if you've got any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com to grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, also available now on Amazon. All right, let's get on with the show. So oh, when I first started my online business, I made a lot of mistakes that cost me thousands or even tens of thousands or possibly even you know multiple tens of thousands, maybe even $100,000 on one mistake that I'm thinking of in particular um, when I first started. Um, and we've worked with over 800 online entrepreneurs, and we've seen many of them make a ton of big mistakes before coming and working with us. And frankly, it's because they don't really know what works and what doesn't. There's a lot of information out there. We live in the information age. There's a lot of information out there, but uh, not all of it works, and not all of it works for specific people or specific niches or specific businesses or specific offers, right? And that's the big problem is not getting customized direction. And so I wanted to point out a handful of of big mistakes that I see most entrepreneurs make, whether you're in the online services space, whether you're in the e-com space, uh, doesn't make a ton of a difference, but these are going to be big, big uh, differentiators when it comes to being successful long-term as a business owner. So I want to talk about the five biggest mistakes, five things not to do when starting an online business. So big mistake number one, do not, I repeat, do not try and build a perfect product in the very beginning. Now, we had a client come to us a while ago and his, uh, his name, well, actually, we'll just call him Mike because uh, his name is actually Dr. Mike. Um, so, <laughs> so we'll call him Dr. Mike. Um, and, uh, and when Dr. Mike first came to us, he had spent about two years going through, obviously, we help coaches build profitable businesses at High Impact Coaching, and he had spent about two years um, you know, going through different courses and programs to try and get better and better at what he was doing to develop the perfect product uh, to help people uh, get rid of chronic pain naturally. Um, and he'd spent over two years and he'd spent over $75,000 going to all these different certifications, these different programs, these different uh, masterminds to learn all this information. And he almost bankrupt himself. He, he hadn't made a dime in his business, right? And the reality was that he was, he was chasing the perfect product. Now, when Mike first started working with us, I told him, Mike, you're never gonna be able to develop a perfect product until you work with people. But he had this fear of wanting to get the product perfect first. You know, we're, we're, we're always told, you know, if you build it, they will come. Or, you know, with the perfect product, it'll sell itself. That's bullshit. It's absolute bullshit, 
right? The truth is you could build a perfect product, but if people don't want to buy it, they won't buy it, buy it, right? There's, there's hundreds and thousands and millions of entrepreneurs out there with great products and great services that end up going bankrupt because they focus too much on the product in the very beginning. And so what I told Mike, I said, Mike, I'm not going to, I'm going to literally fire you as a client unless you get your first client within the first four weeks of working with us and you start focusing on working with them rather than learning. And I literally told him that. And in the next two weeks, he enrolled his first client uh, at $3,000 and he started working with him. And then he got another client, another client. Over the next four weeks, he enrolled five clients uh, at two and $3,000 and he started working with them. And, and uh, after a couple of months, he, I did an interview with him and he said, you know, Xander, I've spent two years studying and I've spent hours and hours mastering this, this work. And I've spent tens of thousands, nearly a hundred thousand dollars on learning to develop the perfect product and perfect service. He said, I, I've learned more in the last two months while working with people around what the product needs to be and how to adjust it and change it and get better and where I need to focus my energy than I did in all those two years and that other hundred thousand dollars. I learned more from the last six clients that I've worked with just from them in the last two months than in those two years. Now, the reason I want to emphasize this is because you can't lead with the product you want and what you see that people need. You have to sell what people want to buy. So when you start, you have to start with a minimum viable product and you have to put it out into the market and test the waters. Then and only then will you know what would make it better because the market will tell you what would make it better. Now, this is incredibly difficult as a coach, obviously, because you are the product. So this is one of the biggest problems that a lot of my clients face is their fear. You know, let's let's say you wanted to put together a, a yoga mat and sell it on on Amazon, right? Well, you could put you get get a first uh, a minimum viable product of a yoga mat and sell it on Amazon. And if it's crap, you get a couple of three star ratings and and two star ratings and you look at the feedback and it goes, oh, it smells bad after a couple of this and you can't wash it properly and it's too firm or something like that. Right. And then you go back to the manufacturer, you get a new a new fabric, a new uh, uh, firmness, whatever it is, and you fix the product, right? And you don't take it too harshly because it's not you. But as a coach, right, you are the product. So when somebody says this wasn't good enough or says that you need to be better at this or better at that, we take it personally and it affects our self-worth. Um, so that's much, much more difficult when you yourself are the actual product. But that's number one. You cannot try and build a perfect product from the very beginning. Number two, uh, don't focus on tactics and strategies. Focus on mastering the business skills. Now, so many people, uh, when they become entrepreneurs, they're looking for the microwave solution. They're looking for the magic funnel, you know, Russell Brunson's, you're one funnel away, right? Or the perfect sales script or whatever it might be, right? And the truth is, because they're looking for a microwave solution, they're never going to be successful in business. We all want that microwave solution, but it's like trying to win the business lotto. Did you know there's a reason that, whatever it is, 80, 70 or 80% of lotto winners end up broke after five years? It's because they may have won the lotto, but they never developed the skills of being a wealthy person, of being someone who actually earns a million or tens of millions of dollars and deserves that money because they worked for it and they built the skills on how to earn it and keep it and grow it. Those are skills that you have to master. So the truth is, yeah, you want to get the right tactics and strategies. But even more importantly is you need to focus on mastering the skills, the skills of, of marketing, of sales, of copywriting, of leadership, so that you can be a good business owner, so you can be a good CEO, so that you can grow the company 
and get to more people. You need to master the skills of business ownership if you truly want to have an impact. And if you're just trying to win that one funnel away, I actually met a guy at a mastermind. Uh, this was about two years ago, and he had, you know, he he developed a product and he, you know, he funnel hacked somebody, and then he built a, a seven figure funnel and he made a million dollars in like six months. And then you know the algorithm switched and the whole thing dried up, and he, uh, you know, he lost that funnel. And I was like, so what are you doing now? And he's like, honestly, I'm like, I don't know. Like my money's running out. I don't know what to do. And it was, it was so sad to watch because he had never built the skills, the skills of being a seven figure business owner. He just got lucky, right? I tell my clients all the time, if I blew up high impact coaching, which, you know, this year we'll do, you know, somewhere between five and 6 million, maybe even more, we're growing pretty rapidly, somewhere between five and $6 million. If I blew up high impact coaching today, I ask my clients, how long do you think it would take me to build another seven-figure business? And a majority of my clients, because they know my skill set, they see me when I'm coaching them and helping them with their marketing, their sales, their business, their, their, their mindset, their self-development, everything, their coaching tactics, right? They go, you know, 60 days, 30 days, 90 days. I think maximum it would take me 90 days to build a, another seven-figure business. Most likely, it'll happen within 60 I'd probably spend the first 30 days mapping everything out, getting it all together, you know, and really designing everything. And then the second 60 days or second 30 days, I would launch it and I would make, you know, hundred K in that month. So I'd be on track for a seven figure business at that point. Right. I truly believe that. And it's not because of the tactics and the strategies and the funnels. It's because of the skills I have built as a marketer, as a sales, a salesman, a copywriter, a leader to actually make it happen. Right. So that's number two. Don't focus on tactics and strategies. Focus on mastering the long-term skills. And most people don't want to do this because what does it take to master something? It takes time. It takes iterations. It takes repetition. It takes doing the same thing over and over again. And, and set, you know, success isn't sexy. It's not about doing the new hot and sexy thing. It's about doing the fundamentals over and over again until you master them, which isn't that fun, but it gets the job done. So number three, don't focus on outcomes. Focus on the process of growing and getting better. Now, I see this all the time with starting entrepreneurs because they compare themselves to people on social media, uh, on Instagram, on Facebook. Oh, I just, you know, I made six, you know, I started and made six figures in my first year. I made seven figures in the first six months. I made eight figures in the first six hours. I don't know, right? We, we compare our behind the scenes with other people's highlight reels. And because of that, we expect outcomes sooner. People set expectations of how long or how easy it should take to build a business because we see all this stuff all over social media and we don't get to see the behind the scenes. Well, I'm going to give you the honest truth. It's harder and it'll take longer. It's harder than you want it to be. You'll get punched in the face and knocked down more than you want to. And it'll be long. It'll take longer than you want it to. Right. And that's honestly the expectation you need to have. But Xander, my self-development guru told me that I need to be positive and think positive and it's going to happen fast. And I'm going to manifest it that way by thinking it's going to happen fast. I get that. I understand. Um, so I want to teach you something called the Stockdale Principle. Now, this was uh, this was a principle that was uh, talked about in uh, Jim Collins' book, Good to Great, where he studied the most successful businesses over the last hundred years. So this isn't just theory. This is fact. This is factual evidence. So the most successful businesses over the last hundred years that grew the most rapidly over the last hundred years and sustained that growth over for a period of over a decade to two decades, right, or longer, right? Uh, one of the major principles that they followed is something called the Stockdale Principle. Now, General Stockdale was a uh, Navy uh, military commander that was captured in Vietnam and held in the Vietnam prisoner of war camp uh, at Hanoi. And he was held there for seven years and tortured for seven years. And he was the highest ranking officer in the Hanoi Hilton, the, the prisoner of war camp in Hanoi. 
and he was tortured for seven years, had limbs broken, had, you know, was like on the verge of death several times. Um, but he made it out. And they interviewed him and they said, what allowed you, what allowed you to make it out when so many people died in the prisoner of war camp? And he said, well, that's pretty easy. Uh, I was in hell. So I accepted that I was in hell. It was the people that had expectations that were too high that ended up dying. They were the first ones to give up. It was the people that thought they'd be out by Christmas, then they weren't out by Christmas. So they thought they'd be out by Easter, and they weren't out by Easter. Thought they'd be out by summer, and they weren't out by summer. Th thought they'd be out by Thanksgiving, and then when they weren't out by Thanksgiving, they gave up. It was the people that expected it to be easier that ended up giving up faster. It was the people that expected it to be shorter that ended up dying. Now, what Jim Collins found is that the best leaders in business are the ones that hope for the best, but they expect the worst and they train for the worst so they can handle the worst. That's what the Stockdale principle is all about. People who expect it to be hard make it through. So you need to understand if you expect the process to be hard and you expect the outcomes to be slow and you expect it to take longer than, than you think it's going to take and you can just focus on the process of growing and getting better every day, you'll get there. So that's number three. Number four, don't try and build a business without help. I can't underemphasize this, right? Now, if you wanted to bake a cake, if you wanted to bake a cake and you didn't have a recipe and you never baked a cake before, like, and you go try and bake a cake, you're going to go buy a bunch of ingredients from Whole Foods. You're going to you know, spend a ton of money. You're going to mix it all together. You're going to put it in the oven for an hour and you're going to pull it out. And it's going to be a big ball of mush. Why? Because you don't know how to bake a cake and you forgot the eggs, right? You didn't know you needed eggs because you don't have a recipe and you don't have somebody telling you that you need eggs, right? You see what I'm saying? You don't want to try and do this alone because the truth is you just don't know what you don't know. I had a buddy of mine that was climbing Mount Everest and he, he did, he made it by the way. Um, he did climb Mount, I don't, I don't want this, you guys to think this story is going to end tragically. Um, but he, he was able to climb Mount Everest, but while he was climbing, he had a, he had a Sherpa guide. Um, and this Sherpa, he said there was one point in the mountain when it was, uh, it, everything looked amazingly calm and amazingly like it, everything looked great and safe. And his Sherpa just stopped him. And he said, wait. And he was like, what? And basically what his, what his Sherpa saw, his Sherpa saw something in the ice in the snow that he didn't see. And what happened is the Sherpa then threw, threw something at it and it caused a little mini landslide, a little mini avalanche. And had he been on that, he would have been, he would have lost his uh, traction and he would have slid and he could have potentially died. He had no idea and he didn't know what to see because he did not know what he didn't know. But the Sherpa knew how to avoid that little mini landslide, that little mini avalanche. The truth is when you're trying to build a business, you just don't know what you don't know. And if you want, if you want the, you know, if you want the fastest way from point A to point B, number one, find someone who has the recipe and have them share it with you. Right? And I'm not talking a best guest recipe. If you want to build a restaurant business, find someone who's built restaurants. Don't go, you know, don't hire me who helps people build coaching business to help you build a restaurant, right? If you want to build an e-com business or an Amazon store, find the, find the guy who specializes in that, right? Don't get best guest advice. Get the person who is where you want to be and ask them for help, right? And number two, they're also going to help you avoid the pitfalls to certain death. And this might be even more important, right? Because the truth is you can't see you can't see that many avalanche because you don't know what you're looking for. And you're just going to walk right into it and you're going to slide right off the edge of a cliff. But if you have a guy that can go, whoa, 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 don't do that. That'll kill the business, right? These are the little things that people don't really think about when they're, when they're starting a business. They think, oh, I'm smart. I'll be able to figure it out. Well, 
yeah, my buddy was like, oh, I'm athletic. I'm smart. I'll be able to figure it out. What if he fucking tried to climb Mount Everest on his own? He'd be dead. Right? So you want to understand that you want the recipe and you'll want to avoid the pitfalls that'll absolutely kill your business. So don't try and do it without help. And then number five, and possibly the most important thing not to do when starting an online business is don't give up. Do not give up. There's a reason that you started this business and most people give up because they lose sight of their vision. They lose sight of their why. Yeah, you're going to get punched in the face. Yeah, you're going to get knocked down. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be harder than you want. It's going to take longer than you want. It's going to be more difficult than you want. You might, you might, you know, uh, lose all your savings, then have to go back to a nine to five and then have to save up a little bit and then come back to the business. But that's not giving up. That's continuing to push forward, right? Now, here's the truth. If you stop focusing on the outcomes, and you only focus on growing every single day, every single day. Did I do better than yesterday? Did I show up 100% today? And you never give up. Well, there's only one outcome. Success, right? You see that, right? If you only focus on growing and getting better every single day, and you never give up, eventually, you have to get there. So those are the five things to not do when starting an online business. And that's all we have for today's show. Don't forget that knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure you implement what you've learned here with us. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com. That's S-Y-D-L-I-C book.com to grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now. All right, that's all we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. And if you did, please share this episode on your social media and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with the others that need it. So we really appreciate the support. Thanks a ton.